The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. Are you a cat? Yes. Are you ready? What was that? I'm doing my sound check. <laughs> oh. We're sound checking. I think we're sound checked. All right, perfect. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Axe Playlist Podcast, where we break down barriers through themed playlists. I want to share, create, and discuss the perfect listens. Featuring me, the Axe, and my wonderful... Magnificent, better half, husband, Chuck Winchester. Better half is correct. What I think is- so. That was generous. <laughs> I was going for generous. What is up, everyone? And are you ready for some music? Yes. I'm ready. Me too. This is a good playlist. Thank you. I made it today. I was getting ready in the morning. Like, I took a shower, and then I was blow-drying my hair. And Spotify had... A, it was one of those, like, I don't know if it was the time capsule or daily mix one or whatever, but it had one of those, like, recommended for me's, and it was four hours long, and I kept scrolling to find something that I would connect with, and I saw a lot of David Bowie, which I haven't listened to in a while. David Bowie's the baby king, right? I'm gonna, we're gonna... No. <laughs> I'm on the right ballpark, though, right? The Baby King? Yeah, he's the guy who, like, what magic will I use? Oh, you're talking about the Labyrinth. Yes. Oh. That's David Bowie, right? That is David Bowie. All right. I'm actually legit proud. We didn't even talk about this before this episode. No. So. I just know he Labyrinth. likes babies. Yeah. Yeah, so the Labyrinth is a big deal because of the Muppets. Sure, sure, sure. But I just know David Bowie from that movie. That was, and that's almost like, where it ends. No, the fact that I'm impressed, <laughs> I think people don't, the fact that I'm impressed is like, whoa, you put all of that together. That's perfect. But what magic do I use? Yeah. And he's like, hey, you remember the babe? What babe? The babe with power. What power? The power of the voodoo. Who do? You do. You remind me of the babe. <laughs> so this was like, that was a big song in my house growing up. <laughs> I learned of it about two years ago. Yes. And when we watched The Labyrinth, no, I loved that. So I'm really proud of you for figuring that out. Um, or, well, for knowing that. Not sure. for figuring it out, sorry. But for knowing that. I think he's called the baby king. I don't know if that, I, that could be true. I don't know that. Let me be wrong. Because what I know about... <laughs> weird. That movie is more pertaining to the Muppets. Sure. <laughs> but his whole thing is he, like, abducts babies for their power or some shit. I don't know. He, it, it might have, yeah, like, he eats their youth or right. whatever. Yeah, it, I don't know. I, I can't speak super confidently about that. It was one of those, I watched, I watched this movie, like, once a year. It's a cult classic, but I watch it for the Muppets more than I do for David Bowie. That's fair, because David Bowie's kind of crazy. <laughs> no, like, but, you know, like, my, I, I could name all of the songs in Muppet Treasure Island. I just can't do that for Labyrinth. That's where I start to lose people. That's fair. <laughs> I, uh, but no, you're probably referencing something that's accurate. I just don't know for sure. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, so the song playlist. Yeah. So the start with 
my my playlist is called Epizusis, which is the word for if you say the same thing two two times in a row with a lot of emphasis. It's like Latin. I don't I don't know if it's Latin. I just know that there's a word for when you say something two times in a row with a lot of emphasis. Got it. <laughs> and it's probably it's, Latin. It's Epizusis. <laughs> it, and the first song is Rebel Rebel. And the reason is because I was listening to Rebel Rebel this morning when I was trying to get pumped for my day. Rebel Rebel. Yeah, and, you know, Spotify happened, and I was, like, scrolling through their recommendations trying to find something that I would like, and Rebel Rebel was the first thing I landed on. And then I was like, you know what? That sums up everything that I've got going on right now. And then you listen to it literally all day, all day, all day day long (laughs) in the background of everything I did today. You guys will understand. I'm downstairs working. (laughs) She comes down the stairs once every hour and a half. Rebel, rebel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's legit. And so what I found out was it is the most covered Bowie song. Oh, nice. It's probably the best Bowie song, too. I think so. And what I really appreciate about it and what I think makes it kind of relevant in 2022 is that it is androgynous because... That's a big word for me. Well, it's like gender neutral. Oh, okay. And And he says, and he's talking about, he's like, your mom doesn't know. And he's like, she doesn't know, you know, she's not... She's not sure if you're a boy or a girl. And it's and the whole song is kind of aimed towards who are you attracted to? And so we recently watched that movie on Hulu and it's got um Helen Mirren. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Oh, same thing. <laughs> She's actually in. Actually, uh, kind of, yes. <laughs> I and watched both her. Lovely. She was in uh, Men in Black International today. Oh, lovely. Emma Thompson okay. is. Yeah. Um, but she's it's the got, head of the MIB. I don't remember what that movie is called, but it's got Emma Thompson in it. And, and it's that new release. It's yeah. very sexually positive. It's a very like complicated name, but it's just about her having oh, sex with a prostitute. Like, here's to you. Yeah, his name. Yeah, I can't remember his name. But yeah, but it's just about kind of, you know, saying thank you and having like a very positive experience. And Rebel Rebel, I think, yeah, I think it's a very sexually positive song because it's androgynous. You can be any gender and any sexual orientation. You can identify as whatever and you're embraced by this. And I think the other important part of knowing that in 2022 is that this song came out in the 70s, which was also the last wave, like the last big push in civil rights that we had. So if you can tie that all together and then you think about that and then you hear that fucking guitar, which... But we also said was a nod to the Rolling Stones. Do, 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 do. They have a song called that. Do, 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 do. It's called that? Yeah. The Rolling Stones song is called do, 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 do. I didn't know that. Yes. That's kind of And fun. then David Bowie is mumbling. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. So you have rebel, the, rebel. perfect, right? And it's such a nod to this positive moment. And I think that in 2022, we need to hear these kind of things. Yeah. So Rebel Rebel happened to me while I was blow drying my hair, and it made me go on a spiral. I like that. Yeah. 
And then the next song, oh, one thing I did want to say is, if you guys are paying attention to the lyrics, I like when he says, we look divine and you tacky thing. <laughs> that makes me laugh. It's very tongue-in-cheek. Um, it reminds me of David in Schitt's Creek. Yeah, a little, that's right? That's kind it's, of how he speaks. Yeah, you tacky thing, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then the next song is Monet Monet. Monet Monet. Monet, Monet. This song reminds me of the Rosie O'Donnell show in the nineties. Or, or um, my what that reminds me of in the nineties is Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There's a blooper reel where Carlton comes out and does a dance to this song. Nice. And that's what it reminds me of. So every time I hear it, I think of him doing that, and it, it's really awesome. That's fun. Yeah. In but, the Rosie O'Donnell show, they replaced the words with month with they. They did, Rosie, Rosie, oh. Rosie, oh. Rosie. All right. <laughs> every episode, man. I watched, no, I watched Rosie. I don't think I remember that. Yeah. I'll have to like. She come out, Rosie, Rosie. And then she flipped her rubber bands in the audience for some reason. Yes. <laughs> Rosie, Rosie. Like, I think that was her version of Oprah's like giveaways. Yeah. Like, I'm going to flip some shit out there. Yeah. I remember her for just having like openly having a crush on Tom Cruise. Because every time she he did. came out. He would like jump on her sofas and stuff and be mm-hmm. really intense. Yeah, she did like Tom Cruise. Yeah. And she also cried in baseball. And we all know there's no, no crying in baseball. No, she did not cry in baseball. <laughs> I'm going to fact check you right now. She never cried. She never cried. She probably cried off screen. No, the blonde lady whose son ended up being at the end of the movie is who cried. All I know is there's no crying in baseball. There is no crying in baseball, but Rosie O'Donnell wasn't crying. She was the catcher. I bet she, she never cried. cried. She did not cry. I will fight you on that, sir. <laughs> but anyway, I think the song was Monet Monet. Monet Monet. Rosie <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> but that's just on there because the I'm this is one of those like the title is the explanation of the playlist. So and it fits well. It's the same yes. like repetitive motion in your mouth. It is. Rebel, rebel, money, money. Yep, and the next song is Come On, Come On by the Von Bondies. And for those of you who don't know what that is, if you've ever watched Rescue Me, Boom. it's it's that song. It's <laughs> the intro. It's the intro. <laughs> it's really good. Come on, come on. It was really weird to hear the entire song today, not just the part oh, that's on the intro. no, like... My, I used to work at a gas station that was on the corner of the street where I lived, and my commute some was the length of that song, <laughs> and I hated my life and my job so, so much. Like, I don't think I've ever been harassed more than sure. when I worked there. Yes, it just will get you. Yeah, and so that was the song that I would listen to on the way there to just be like, I can do this. Things were good this. when we were young. Yeah. Come so, on, come on. Yep. So that song's on there. I instantly think of Dennis Leary and yeah. firefighters in New York City with crazy ass lives. Yep. Come on, come on. And Good then, stuff, man. It's a great song. Like I said, like, could I watch Rescue Me? I, I think I watched it by myself once, and then you and I watched it together a couple years ago. Like, well, we've watched it together, I think, twice. Now. And we binged it, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm just times. like, you know, so I, yeah. I just hear that song. I just hear that 30 second intro of it. And then to actually listen to the entire song, it's a little bit different, but not really. It's still super fast paced, just like that. Yeah. Do 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 do. What I really like about all of these is that the baseline is pretty solid. Yeah. Through them all. That's fun. Yep. Let's have a good beat. 
Come on, come on. Yes. <laughs> and then the next one is Kiss Kiss by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Yeah Yeah Yeah? Yes. Um, this is a female-led, a female-led group that my friend Anna, that's been on other episodes, introduced me to, um, through the first time that I think I heard them was the acoustic version of Maps, which was gorgeous and raw and heartfelt and I don't know, like it, I got goosebumps when I heard it. So when I heard like the regular version and I heard how powerful that one was, I got interested in them as a whole. So I think the reason that I listened to them at all is because a friend introduced me to them and I did Kiss Kiss and I just, it's like two minutes. Here's my thing. When I introduce music to music to other people is like, it's a two minute song. Do you have two minutes? Cause I think anybody does like it's an hour. Yeah. It's two minutes. <laughs> are you taking a poo? Are you washing your hands? Are you doing the dishes? Are you throwing something in the laundry? Anybody's got two minutes, take two minutes and listen to this really great song. And that is how I feel about them, especially because it's led by a woman. Like I haven't even looked anything else up about them. I just know that they're female led and they're really good. And anytime I try to make the argument that they're really good, I'm like, mm, just listen to this two minute song. Cause I'm sure anybody's got two minutes. Sure. It's really good. It is really good. I can't think of how it goes right now off the top of my head. So I can't sing it for you. <laughs> but it is really good. We listened to it earlier. It's pretty fun. Yeah. And then the next one I love. I've, I know this one pretty intimately because I grew up listening to this band. But it's My My by Seven Mary Three. Seven Mary Three. Yeah. So everybody knows them. They sing Cumbersome. Cumbersome. It's on my running playlist. Yep. So everybody knows them. Oh, can I, can I make my running playlist public so like people can see it? Probably. How do yeah. I do that? I don't know. We can talk about that not on here. Oh, all right. I need to do that. <laughs> so you guys can check out my awesome running playlist. It's like seven hours long. You'll get it. Yeah. It'll be fun. <laughs> but my my is on there, um, and it's I don't know. Like I I grew up listening to them. I love that he kind of scream sings. Like yeah, I like him. I he, like them. Yeah, like he growl sings, and I'm kind of bummed that they're not more well known. I feel like he is a better version of Nickelback. Yeah, I agree. That's it. Nickelback wishes. If he sang a couple of Nickelback songs, those songs would be better. I feel like Seven Mary Three is if Trampled by Turtles had a baby with Pearl Jam. It's raw. It's it's kind of stripped down and blended really well, but it's also about being in sync with each other. Everybody's got to have a good relationship. Everybody relies on each instrument that's involved to be their best. Sure. And then on top of that, you know, whatever relationships you have with recording companies or whatever, but I think Seven Mary Three's got a solid body of music. Or like, if you like Days of the New, if you like Days of the New, you like Seven Mary Three. 
if if you like Seven Marys or you like Days of the Noon, if you don't know one or the other, you could also look up Travis Meeks, like or or Tantric. Travis Meeks is the lead singer of of Days of the Noon, and then Tantric is kind of like a branch off of Days of the Noon. So, I like, like Tantric. I have a Tantric song yeah, on my playlist like, as well. You like the, tan- the song that's often in the Shield. Yeah. So you like Tantric. You like Days of the Noon. You like Travis Meeks. You just don't know that you like all of those three things because you have you don't know how they're all connected. Not right. Yeah. Break down. Go ahead and give it to me. <laughs> so you know that's that's but Seven Mary Three. This all kind of branches that trees back up to Seven Mary Three. If you like cumbersome, cumbersome. Yeah. Yo, life. So, you know, if you like that, you also it like my, my, and it's called my, my, because my he starts head. out the first, the first couple songs are my, my. So, you know, or the first couple words, but right. you know, he gets really into it and that, and he just screams it. And, and so kiss, kiss by yeah, 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 ends in a whisper and my, my by seven, Mary three starts with the scream. It's, it's a perfect merge in my it opinion. Is. I think so. It's it's probably one of the best things I've done. <laughs> and then the next song is Boom Boom by The Animals. Can I get a boom boom? No, that's not it. Oh, man. Um, this band is popular for the like the most famous version of House of the Rising Sun. Okay. Which is about a female prison. I sure. think a lot of people have misconceptions of what that song's about, but it's actually about a female prison. I think of New Orleans every time. It it is it is about a female prison in New Orleans. Got it, got it. <laughs> but um, the song is called "Boo Boom" and it's by them. And this the other is. songs that they're really known for is "We Got to Get Out of This Place" and "Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood." And and what the animals are known for is is how powerful like they're kind of their backup players are so their bass player and the drummer are really really good so you know we got to get out of this place is so good because of the bass line it's so i can't even like every time i hear it i'm like yeah like i get goosebumps because it, it feels good to hear it and then you know you just kind of you hear that and then you can hear the doors but the animals came first fair enough you know, so if you I like unique sounding voices and both of those, the animals and the doors have unique voices. Yeah. And there's just this origin in the animals. If you listen to the animals, you kind of hear the birth of rock and roll. Everybody says Elvis is the king of rock and roll. And I can see that because it's seductive and it's attractive. But the animals really kind of carry the music, I think. And sure. then the Beatles. And then, you know, and then, and then, and then. Beatles are overrated, but whatever. I said it. You, you said it. I'm not going to bounce <laughs> on it. We'll bounce to the next song. My next song is Ico Ico by the Dixie Cups. The Dixie Chicks? No, the Dixie Cups. Oh, man. The Dixie Cups. This song came out in the 60s, I think. Uh, I don't know, early 60s, mm, I don't know. I'm not confident enough to say early or late, but it came out in the 60s, and it's a New Orleans song about a collision between two Mardi Gras Indian tribes. That's fun. Because it's like, my grandma told your grandma, you know, and then oh, it's well, your, 
it's uh, you know a flag boy and a flag boy were sitting by the fire talking hey about you. hey now hey now hey now hey now I go I go on day hey, hey. and it's about these two tribes fighting together in New Orleans in in the Mardi Gras. So here's my thing about embracing this song. First of all, because it's lyrically really fun. It's audially the best because it, it's just these women harmonizing and then it is a really nice song like yeah it's really great and then historically the significance you know it it, it's about tribes it's about our native land but it's about the people that actually lived here first and what they did and i think that's kind of cool too because it's a folk song that we know i don't know a lot about you know you don't know a lot like, about hey now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know a lot about origins, but I think it's kind of cool that there's a popular song that, you know, people may not know the origins of, but you know, sure. we all do know it, and it kind of tips its hat in that direction. And when you think about cool. Native American Indians, you don't think about New Orleans. You don't. Like you, that you doesn't don't. even come across your brain. You think about prostitution. And well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, do you not? You think about? I mean, the I was gonna say, the, I think more of like you know, in the middle of the country. You know the the Western Indians, the 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 you know I don't think about Indians living by an ocean. Oh, I was thinking about modern. So you New went Orleans the other problems. way, yeah. <laughs> I went I went to the Native American historians. You went back right to the fucking right right to the current topics. Bourbon Street <laughs> and how nasty it is. Well, I've never been there. I don't know what to expect. I was there, and Bourbon Street, man, it's just smells like pee, and you see naked hookers. Do you li- really? Literally, just hanging outside the strip club. Like, come on in, and they're all naked. Mm. It's pretty disgusting. At the time, I loved it, but I was in college. It's fine. As an adult, that respects women. Pretty, I mean, kind of, but it's still. It's even just like thinking about it. It's like it's just so gross because all the drunk people who are there. I mean, yeah, like everybody's like, there to be disgusting ugh. and like out of control of themselves. It's a lot of gross people in one one small street. Because dude, Bourbon Street was nuts. Even at like two p.m., it was just insanely busy, and there's just naked girls everywhere. And I was like, this is weird. That's. That is weird. That sounds like X-Fest, which has been discontinued because those of you that are from Ohio, 103.9 The X, which used to be a rock station, has turned into a country station, and they kicked that off by playing Christmas music in November. Yeah, and they got rid of 105.9. Instead of being like classic country, now it's like classic rock, which is fine, but like... That's it was, weird. It was a unique classic country station. I liked that con- I did that too. classic country station because it was, I don't know, like it. They played unique songs you don't hear on an air station. They played like the deep cuts from right. the 90s. They played shit, I mean, even from before that, like 90s through now, but like songs that you just don't hear anymore in other stations. So I was kind of yeah. bummed when I figured that out. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's gone. That bums me out too. I mean, they play like I don't understand. Like, classic hey, rock. It's guys, not bad still. If but. Ohio is the birthplace of rock and roll, because... It's true. Cleveland. It is. If we have that, we need to fight harder for our roots. Yep. In my opinion. We need to get rid of Luke Bryan music. We do. And we need to bring back some classics. And they got rid of the one classic station that was really good. Yep. But anyway... Enough about New Orleans. What's so, next on your list? The next song is Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Bop. Shimmy to me now. Yeah, that's what, yes. By Little Anthony and the Imperials. See, they all thought you were going to say Nelly. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it's called Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Bop, and it's by Little Anthony and the Imperials. And for those of you. Is it Little or Lil? No, it's Little. 
Like, he actually presses the whole name. Stop it, yes. This song came out in the 60s, and the other song is Country Grammar, in parentheses, Hot Shit. By Nelly. By Nelly. Hot Shit! Yep. We're going down, down, baby. But, you know, Shimmy Shimmy Coco Bop by Little Anthony and the Imperials that came out in the 60s is about being entranced by a dance. And Country Grammar... Hot shit. Hot shit. <laughs> is you there is a dance to that song. So, you know, <laughs> he kind of brings it together. It's a nod, you know, like it's a deep cut. It's kind of like how everybody thinks that one song by the Who is actually a country song. Summertime Blues. Everybody thinks Summertime Blues is a country song. It's a Who song that came out song. in the 60s and it's a British band. So it's oh, oh you do it's by Alan Jackson the version you know is by summertime Alan. blues yep all right that's a who song. down by the river on a Friday night yep that's a that's a who song and it came out in the sixties talked about cars and dreaming and they're about a women. British band so never had a plan just to live in for the the next minute. song actually like along this vein the next song is Louie Louie. But I put the Otis writing version on because there you go. any excuse I can have <laughs> to put Otis writing on a playlist. Done. Done. Yeah. Because I think actually my favorite version is the animals version and the animals are on here for boom, boom. Sure. But I like their version because it's Louie Louie and then hang on Sloopy and they blend together and it's a lot of fun. And that version came out in the 60s. And I really, like, I remember walking around with my headphones in on campus, just, like, really getting into that in between classes. Sure. But as an adult, the Louie Louie version that Otis Redding sings with Otis, I, you know, somebody who went and got an Otis Redding exclusive on Record Shop Day, (laughs) where he's live at the Whiskey, a go-go. Speaking of Whiskey... Um, Yes, uh, the Louie Louie version where Otis Redding is singing is absolutely on this playlist. And then the next one I put on here specifically for you. Yeah. And it's called Honey Honey. By honey ben Honey. Harper. Yeah, that's a different one. Oh. <laughs> but this is Honey Honey by Ben Harper. Now, Ben Harper is a man I know. (laughs) For those of you who may not understand, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the Axe loves Pearl Jam. So much. And and so we often, more often than I care to admit, have to watch the Madison Square Garden Pearl Jam concert from back in 2003, I believe. Mm, I think you're right. And like, you know, it's a Pearl Jam concert. It's like eight hours long. And halfway through, he starts playing Daughter. He plays Daughter. The band keeps playing after the song's over. And then Ben Hoppe. Ben Hoppe. As Eddie Vedder calls him, comes yes. out. And I don't know who the fuck Ben Harper is. He opens for Pearl Jam. <laughs> but he's he, hanging out there. But he came out. Because the Buzzcocks were also there that night. And the Buzzcocks came out later. But we'll go back to the Ben but Harper anyway, scene. Yeah. So Ben Harper just got the mic and just started singing shit. No, they had him sing part of Immortal. Sure. Yes. But to the daughter music, because daughter's still playing this entire time. Yes, but then they segue into the lyrics sure. so that he can sing Immortal. And then he yes. just starts singing, I can change the world yep. with my own 
Correct. Two I can hands. change the world with my own two hands. And That's it, the message. And it goes on for a while. It's not bad. I'm not making fun it's of amazing. it. It's amazing. It's good shit. Yes. But I don't know who the fuck this guy is. It was a spiritual <laughs> And he's awakening. singing this shit to the daughter music, yep. but still is mixing up a little bit. And then, I mean, that's it. So ben just, Hopper. So it's just whenever we, I listen to Pearl Jam, I'm like, where's Ben Hopper at? <laughs> where's Ben Hopper? <laughs> what's Ben Hopper up to? Where's he, where's he hiding in the crowd at? Is he coming out anytime soon? Yeah. No, and then every time we've heard him outside of that, it's kind of exciting. It's like, okay. Like he actually does sing music on his own. He got over. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, but Honey Honey is actually released in 2022, so it's That's new. a new song. He's still it's singing. New. This yeah. guy's... It's legit. Like, Man. it's legit enough for me to be like, I should go That's see 19 him. years later, and he's still singing. Right. That's oh, good. fuck. Look at that math. Am I that old? That was fast math, huh? It was. <laughs> Your sister did have a theorem. <laughs> she did. Now I can see the she genetics. She did write her own theorem. <laughs> that was probably 30 years ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was really proud because every time you hear his voice outside of that, I recognize you, him. I mean, you catch it fast, like you it's pick a unique up unique voice because you'll even be like, "That's Ben Harper," and I'll be like, "I don't know," and I'll have to check, and I'll be like, "Fuck, it is Ben." Harper. I know Ben Harper. <laughs> I think I only know Ben Harper drunk on wine with Eddie Better with his own two, two hands. <laughs> Dude, speaking of that real quick, not to get too far, but I'm really good with voices. You and, are. And I watched Urban Legends 2 today. How was that? So, the professor was the killer. Spoiler alert. <laughs> now, that being said, the professor only had a, a short role early on. I was working while I was watching it. As you know, I was working. And then, like, after the reveal, he's, you know, killer through their speech at the end. Sure, yeah. And as he was talking, like, holy shit, that's fucking Ellis from Die Hard. <gasps> And I, he looked totally different. This was like 20, you know, 10, 20 years later. Do you know what's in my cart right now really fast? My Amazon cart? The what? book that Die Hard is based on. Oh, nice. On. Hell <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm going to buy that next. But you know, Alice in Die Hard had a very distinct voice. Bubby! You know, like... <laughs> yes. And that's what... It was, like, it was his voice. It was like, holy shit. I was like working you, typing away. Then I hear that voice talking and like, I'm going to kill you voice. I'm like, that's fucking Alice. So I looked up. <laughs> looks totally different. But I had a IMDB just to be sure. Yep. Nice. Fucking Alice is the killer in Die Hard, or in Urban Legend 2. <laughs> nice. Final cut. Okay, but another segue really fast. My favorite thing about Urban Legend is Michael Rosenbaum from in the, the first, first one. Movie. Yeah. Because he's my favorite Lex Luthor. I think this is what turned him into Lex Luthor. It's the same universe. Probably, yeah, I agree. He got pissed off in college. Somebody pretended to burn his dog up in a microwave, and he's like, you know what? Oh, man. Lex I Luther. always forget that that's his dog. Dude, the best part in Urban Legend 2 is the killer from the first one, the chick, is in the very end. Oh, nice. Because Ellis doesn't get killed. Spoiler. Whatever his name is in the movie. All of the spoilers. But he has to go into a psychiatric ward, and he's like kind of catatonic in a wheelchair. Yeah. And then the chick walks up. She's like, I think you and I have something in common. And then she walks off with him, and like she's whistling as she's... <laughs> She could nurse now. <laughs> like, oh my I God. miss movie Fridays. I love 90 horror movies. I do too. <laughs> Especially the cheesy straight to DVD ones. <laughs> and movie Mondays. All right. Next anyway. song is Wawa by George Harrison. They have from the monkeys, right? No. And this is on the All Things Must Pass album. And I actually have this on vinyl. And it's the first track taped after the Beatles breakup in 1970 and it's the first song he played live as a solo artist at the concert for Bangladesh 
These Damn. are big deal facts because Anna used to take me down to everybody's records in Cincinnati. Sure, sure. And that was a big deal because it's the most amazing. Like, everybody tries to be like, I know an amazing record shop and I know this great place to go for music. And I call bullshit because every time I've gone somewhere that is not everybody's records, I've had a disappointing experience. Sure. The most amazing experiences that I've had buying music has been there because my first ever time being there, I found the Bob Dylan Tarantula book. It's a second edition. It was like 20 bucks. And then I found Pearl Jam and the Ames Brothers. And that's like a collection of their their posters that they've done for Pearl Jam. And I actually have a a print, an actual print of something that they did for our like and our honeymoon. We went to see them. We did. So I have an Amos Brothers print upstairs signed and dated and like, you know, like the numbers on it. And I don't even want to put it in a frame because I I also want to see the back of it sometime. So I might have to frame it in a see-through thing and then hang it in a window so I can still see the back of it because of how amazing this thing is. But um it I don't it's just a really it's just it's a really big deal. And I got I found that and I pulled it off a shelf and I almost started crying cuz you you kind of have to be a fan club member to buy it and they were selling it, and it was still in shrink wrap. And then at the same time, I found the Bob Dylan Tarantula second edition. And because I was in tears when I carried those two books up to the counter, and I was like, can you just put this? I'm not done. I still need to look. But can you please (laughs) hold these back here so that I don't fuck them up (laughs) or drop them or set them down and let somebody else carry them away? And he gave me the tarantula book for free. That's pretty bad. It's a second edition and I got it for free. Yeah. So I that I just have this intimate relationship with that area and I don't go. I don't go all the time. I go like once every few years, but every time I go, it feels like a family reunion. Remember, you? I sent you when you went there that one time. I sent you there to get me Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, album. and I did, and I got a couple. You brought I brought me, like, you. It was like a, a few two disc. No, I got you two. I got you two disc and a four disc. It was legit. Yep, and then and I, I got love me some Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> I got both the All Things Must Pass. And the concert for Bangladesh there on vinyl. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, both of those. I got them both from there. And like all of my Pearl Jam singles and all of my Iron Maiden singles. And, you know, I just, I, and all actually, all of my Iron Maiden Eddie action figures have come from there. And I loved that in Stranger Things, they named him Eddie. They and did. he loved Iron Maiden. He's I mean, like, this is music. That's not a coincidence. No, it's not. I caught on to that shit right away. I was like, hell yeah, because some people want to be like, it's Eddie Van Halen. No. But if you pay attention, yeah. he's holding up an Iron Maiden cassette yeah. tape and saying, this is music. And his name is Eddie, and the mascot for Iron Maiden is Eddie, so yeah. it's Eddie. Not a coincidence. Yeah, no. Speaking of him, did you know that when he did that Master of Puppets thing? That was him. That was him. He did it. That's crazy. Yeah. And people were mean to him at Comic-Con, and he catered to his fans he was like fuck you guys i'm doing me yeah so dude how badass was that he it was amazing it. yeah so like 
all of that, all of this is tied into <laughs> by George Harrison, <laughs> my favorite Beatle, <laughs> and uh, this amazing experience if you are in near or around or want to come to Cincinnati, Ohio, you should go to Everybody's Records. It's a family-owned place, and it's the most amazing place. Pretty sweet. They've answered every email I've ever sent trying to track down headphones that will fit into my record player, which is a ZX73, like something or other that was like made in the 80, 83. I have to go look at the Maybe front Maybe it'll work though. Yeah, no, like they, he emailed me back and told me who to contact for them. Like they will track that shit down. Um, and I'll have the name of the actual record player. I actually like the title of one of my college papers was the name of this record player. So nice. I do have it. I do know it. I just don't have it at my fingertips. Sure. Should be free. You've been sipping on some Buffalo Trace. I get it. Yeah, which is not bad. <laughs> um, the next song is Radio Radio by Elvis Costello and the Attractions. Not Elvis Presley. No, Elvis Costello. All right. Um, this is on here because I saw him open for Bob Dylan uh, when I was a freshman in college at Nutter Center. Oh, cool. Yep. And so this would have probably been 07, 08. I don't remember. You were a freshman at Nutter Center? Did you go right after high school? Yeah, but I took some time off. Like between high school and college, you took some time off? No, during college, I took some time off. So if it was your freshman year, it had been the 06, 07 year. We both graduated. I think it was 07, 08. Okay. So... It was that, and he opened, and it was him by himself, and it was all acoustic. Nice. And it was amazing. That sounds cool. He was fantastic. Um, so Radio Radio was on here because yeah. I love him, and I had the best time. How's it go? Yo, look it up. I need you to sing it. No. I always sing it. Why don't you sing it? Because I'm not gonna. The next song <laughs> is... Money, money by Great. Money, money. No, it's a different song. That's money, money. Money, money by the Grateful Dead. This came out in 1974, and I really liked this one because I actually used to poo-poo the Grateful Dead. Yeah, I I just instinctively say, "Fuck those guys." No, I know, I do too because. I, like I don't know. Though. I don't think I've ever been loose enough to yeah. really appreciate. Yeah, I didn't know that they sang this until right now, but we listened to it earlier, and it didn't sound like something that I think the Grateful that Dead would, would sing. That you would think, that yeah. you assume, and I think that that's a lot to do with like negative sure. connotations. Yeah, like everybody wants to poo poo them, but you know, if you like the Doobie Brothers, and that is kind of referencing the same kind of thing, then you would like the Grateful Dead too. Sure. And I actually did the same thing. I was like, ah, I don't know, whatever. And then I did the thing that I kind of talked about doing on a previous podcast where I treated myself at half price books for going to class, all of the classes I had to go to that day by spending 50 cents on music by buying a tape, a cassette tape. And I bought, it was called uh, China Cat Sunflower. All right. All right. <laughs> and I listened to both both sides, and I was like, sure. okay, cool. Like, you know, you can get through it in like 40 minutes. It's groovy. It's loose. And, you know, what I really appreciate about listening to older music is it's not so fucking polished. I am so over I agree. filters. Everything yeah. is filtered. Every fucking thing is filtered. And I'm so fucking over it. So if yep. you don't want to hear anything filtered, do yourself a favor and go buy a cassette tape that originally was released in the 60s. 
you'll appreciate it for what it's worth because the cassette tape version is even a little bit edited because if those songs you're going to be able to listen to on a cassette tape, they were originally released on vinyl. So they have been a little bit scrubbed. A little altered. A little bit. So if you guys still are like, nah, I have to have the MP3 version, get a cassette tape. The cassette tape is the MP3 version of a vinyl record. I agree with that polished part of it because Jesus Christ. I don't, I, I Everything. If I listen to a computer sing, I'll just like Google it. You know what I mean? Like, what was that? Do you remember that video you made me watch? And it was a computer typed like horror oh, story. So funny. Yeah. It was like three or four minutes long. It was perfect. It was and it like, was yeah. like based on, it was an AI version of what? Like they made an AI watch like how many hours of horror movies and yes. then they made it create its own horror movie. And it was dead on. It was so funny. So if you guys want like a polished version of what you think you should enjoy, (laughs) that's what you want to listen to. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, money, money. Money, money. I would. That's the wrong song. But I would encourage if you want to listen to it, I would try. Like, don't stop yourself. Because every time you look at something on Spotify, it's like remastered 2019. Everything remastered, on Spotify is remastered, remastered. And I listen to Metallica, I get annoyed by that. Remastered, yeah. Mm-hmm. So do yourself a favor and pop down to your like local buybacks or second time around or whatever and get at the very least the CD version because if it was released before like 2010, because then you'll hear something that's not, I don't know, like polished to death. Because I like hearing the dust on the record. Me too. Right? I like hearing the scratch. Well, it depends on how scratched the CD is. Yeah. But I no, like... I don't like scratches on CDs. I don't like the scratches <laughs> on CDs. But I do like... It's the same idea with your tapes. Like, I do like, you know, how we have to watch sure. Air Force One. On we VHS. have to watch Air Force One on VHS. Love me some VHS. And the first time and I watched it not on VHS, so I was really kind of disappointed. It looks different. It does. I don't like The it. heart's not there. It's not. So, you know, it's that. And it's like for people that are like wanting to listen to something or hear or see something that's catered to the format that it's supposed to be released in, watch The Hobbit in 3D. (laughs) You know, you know, like you need to see it like that or you don't appreciate it. So it's the same kind of thing. Listen to music on cassette or on CD if it's not super duper scratched or if it's on like you should listen to it on a mix that somebody really, really loves. Cause that's when that shit really took off. Like I made a mix and it's got 20 songs on it that only I like. <laughs> and then be like, let me listen to that CD. Right. <laughs> that's how you need to hear it. Um, the next song that's on here is on here because of the name of the band, but it's chewy, chewy. The band is chewy, chewy. No, the song is no. chewy, chewy. The band is Ohio Express. Oh, shit. They're going to go through Ohio the Express route. I think that's what they hoped for back (laughs) in the day. Joke's on them. Ohio is a pretty big state. (laughs) Joke's on them. They kept getting defunded. (laughs) There is no... There are no trains. <laughs> or what is it? The subways. Man, there's or, no subways or trains in Ohio. Yeah, no trains. However, they are in the process of getting a train made to go from Columbus to Chicago. We've been hearing that for no, I saw it. like 10, 20 years. I saw it recently. I would it's hope so. It's a thing. So. I would hope so. That would be super cool. I'd jump on that all day. How <laughs> cool would it be to be able to like bounce from here to there 
without having to pay for gas, without having to worry about like <laughs> for commuting. us, we still have to drive like an hour and a half to get to Columbus. Just, but <laughs> but, well, but still. less. <laughs> I mean, because there are people in the UK that are like, you know, for the weekend I split it off to Paris. It's only three hours away, and I'm like, you know what's three hours away for me? Kentucky. Yeah, that's what that's, that's the thing with Kentucky. Europe. All their countries are our state right. size. Like, they're like, in three hours, <laughs> yeah. I could be in Scotland, yeah. Ireland, France, and we're like, I could go to Kentucky. Wait, I could go to Kentucky, Indiana, yep. uh, Michigan, Michigan, Pennsylvania. That's still kind of on the far side, though. It's, that's like closer to four. <laughs> and then to get anywhere interesting inside of any of, of those places, we'd have to go an extra two to three hours. Yeah. So you're talking about, you know, six, seven, eight hours of commuting before you can do anything interesting. Yeah. Like their countries <laughs> so, are so tiny. And everybody speaks the same language and looks the same. Yeah, so, they're all very pale, aren't they? Yeah. But that's how it is. So, but Chewy Chewy from Ohio Express is on here because we live in Ohio. And I liked the name. And actually, like, when I listened to it, I was like, oh, hey, I kind of know this. It's an older song. Yeah. And then what finishes us off is if when I said at the very beginning, this playlist was named after when you say a word two times in a row, which is Epizusis. Sugar, sugar. It sounds Latin. It could be. I don't know. (laughs) Sugar, sugar. Epizusis, but it's Sugar, Sugar by the Archies, which came out in 1969. And we all know it's dun, 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 dun. Sugar, sugar. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Sugar, sugar. Yep. So that song was. I wonder if that song came out in the summer of 69. Oh! Oh! fucking bet it did gross (laughs) fuck you brian adams but it was number one for four weeks on the u.s billboard and it literally was originally recorded by the cartoon band the archies like the archie comics oh really yeah so if you like that and you like the comic which i did i used to buy those all the time like i'd be like mom this is only like 50 cents can i have at the in the line at the grocery store and yeah i love the archie comics and so sugar sugar is by the archies from the archie comics i didn't know that. that's a new thing i learned today yeah and the song i think became popular because of the archie show which came out in the 60s as well that's pretty cool yep i didn't know that yep so that was it that was Epizusis. That was the epizusis, which means what? When you say the same word two times in a row with a lot of emphasis. Like, oh, baby, baby. Yeah. Baby, for, baby. Yep. Oh, baby, baby. That song should be on this list. No, because it started with O. So it's rebel, rebel. But they say baby, baby two times in a row, though. Yeah, but they say ooh first. So I didn't include huh? it. All right. Yep. This is your list. You do you, girl. I did do me. It's a good list. Thank you. I, really, I like the oldie, the oldie side of it, too, because they're all pretty old songs for I the most part, other than Ben Harper. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good shit. I did, too. Yeah. I love Otis. I guess that was a 2022 song. <laughs> but, Any uh, excuse I can have to put Otis Redding on a playlist. <laughs> yep, Any excuse. And he was actually on my rough draft version on here twice. Nice. So Because he's got fa, 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 and it's called sad song in parentheses. So What did you just sing? Sing that again. It goes fa, 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 but it's called sad song in parentheses. You know, it reminded me of when he said it in that way is, uh, uh, oh, uh, uh. 
I know a little bit. And also the beginning of Changes by David Bowie. All right. But Otis Redding's song came out first. Sure, sure. And I love him. I like me some Otis. Yep. I like it when he sits on the bay. Any excuse, yeah. Like the dock of it is pretty nice. On the dock of that bay, which was released and became popular. Well, it it was released in 1968, but it became gold in 2017 or 18 and became, yep. Yeah, because I was getting the tattoo for that song on my arm. The day it became gold, and that was just a happenstance. Yeah, I was the there getting the tattoo, and then I walked out, and that was in the news, and I was like, hell yes. It's in but, Top Gun. Yeah, and then I was building up to that, oh. and then it's also in Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. The first one, and everybody needs to go see the second one because it's so good. But anyway, the playlist is called Epizusis, and that's when you emphasize something two times, and I think we've done that plenty of times tonight. And you can find it on Spotify. Yep. Is, is your shit public on there? Yes. Yeah, I do believe so. So go to the Axe playlist on Spotify. You'll see all of these Spotify playlists. You will. That's pretty cool, man. I like that. Thanks. Hell yeah. What's next? you have anything else next up? Or are we just, are we just still going to figure that out for the next episode? I mean, no. We've got... I have some stuff that I haven't... Like, I don't... Like, I haven't wanted to share or talk about yet. Sure. I do have other playlists to, t- to discuss. Yes. Get ready to roll. All right, guys. Hope you all enjoyed the show. Be sure to email the axe at the axe playlist podcast at gmail.com. Axe is spelled A-X-E. Apple, xylophone, Emily, A-X-E. So, again, email at the axe playlist podcast at gmail.com. Follow on Twitter at axe playlist. Don't really been very uh, vocal on there yet, but we'll get there. And is that it? Anything else to say? That's it. That sums it up. All right. Keep on rocking on. (laughs) Thanks for listening.